It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Romanoff Von Domanoff. He is promo code Ron Von D. Y'all hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? I'm I'm good, and I need to know something from you right off the jump. Okay. Ask now. me anything. AMA, classic Reddit style. <laughs> um, I think you should leave season two has been out for two weeks now. Well, week and a half. Not two full weeks, right? Like a almost week, like a week. week. Your week. A week. How much time have you spent adding shit to that soundboard? Here's the thing, believe it or not. Zero time. Because I thought the episode we did on season one of I Think You Should Leave. Yes. We didn't have a single sound drop, and I think it was one of our better episodes. Okay. I don't want to ruin it. I would rather us organically talk about it, laugh about it, and then after that episode. I will go back and add things. How? But I don't want to do it. I don't want to play the stuff oh, before, during I, that skit or while before, we're talking about it. Yeah. And right? not only that, how many watch throughs are you in right now? Mm. So here's the thing. A few, but also I've had to kind of uh, go a la carte for my wife because sure. for some reason she has like a mental block about she like doesn't want to just sit down and watch the whole thing. But then she's like, all right, play me one. So, oh, so you get you're on the spot. You're, so I'm like, you're the, okay. Johnny on the spot now. So the first thing I did was play Carl Havoc for her. Genius. She choked on a mozzarella stick. <laughs> it, that's not a show you can eat food while you're. No, please don't. Doing or it. drink. Don't eat or drink while watching tape. that show. Yeah, yeah. you got to go in between when they're doing like the little cut in betweens. But so she loved Carl Havoc, and then I was like, all right, what else are we gonna show her? So I showed her uh, Coffin Flop. I showed her Haunted House. I showed her <laughs> any of these fuckers <laughs> i'm not trying to be funny i'm not trying to be anybody's worst day on the job <laughs> but do any of these fuckers <laughs> pop out of the wall have a really big cum shot no okay <laughs> so so she liked that one uh the shark tank one she loved that one. Yeah, that one was like and popcorn. Um, she loved that one. I'm trying to get my wife to come around on Little Buff Boys. She hates it. <laughs> I like Little Buff Boys. Oh, I, I, like I should. I should like Little Buff Boys. Oh, we goosed them a little bit. What are you doing? We the goosed them. We, we goosed them. They're goose suits. We goose crop. We goosed them. Crop. Who's that crop? Who's the crop? Who's the carver beef? Who's the carved ham up here? I don't. This isn't a. This isn't. This isn't a typical Tuesday for me. So I showed that one. What else? We probably saw. Six or seven of them, I would say, with her. So I've seen all of those uh, uh, several times. But man, I can't get enough of just the first episode. To me, without tipping our hand, because we'll rank every oh. sketch. Without tipping my hand, I think the first episode has four of the six best skits. <sighs> I think it does. If you like Little yeah. Buff Boys, and you and I do. Because that's not the first yeah. one. Yeah. But man, it is so goddamn good. Go a steering wheel that doesn't fly off while you're driving. Didn't see that guy. But I'll tell you what, you know who had an absolute tour de force in this thing? I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. Two sketches for that lady. Both home runs. In fact, I, oh, I showed uh, Katie tables, too. Yes. Tables. I love tables. Um, <laughs> what's crazy is if you follow her on Instagram, she might she's like a certifiable lunatic is she really oh my god like I'll her check stuff her out is, it's so off the wall i love it i'll check her she's out she's a maniac uh oh and the other thing and i see some people in the chat like that's the greatest thing about this show is you can have 10 people that all love it and all have a favorite sketch yes it's not like one unanimous thing so i i can't wait to talk about that so that'll be in two weeks because next week we got to do loki and obviously, the topic is sure this week. Oh, I can't wait for Loki. I can't wait to see how Loki. Loki's a good one too. So uh, this, is, this is like this might be the best three episode stretch we've ever had in the mm -hmm. history of the podcast. I'm willing to go out on that limb. This week in the yeah. It's actually funny that you say that because it's actually been out less than a week because it came out the day after our last episode. I've watched it. Three times through. Straight. I was gonna say, it's it seems like longer because I watched. I think I watched one episode a day. Uh, 
Matt. Yeah. I watched it so that the, the Tuesday came out. I got home from work and just watched the whole thing at once mm-hmm. and loved it. And then watched it again the next day and then just started doing the thing that I told you about. Like, all right, which which episode will make my wife laugh the hardest? And then I try to pick. But you never know. I got, I, she should just watch all of it, obviously. Obviously. Plenty of good ones. Yeah. Now, Loki's been great TV. Episode five. It's been a good show anyway. Episode five, probably the best episode. It's really good. Yeah. It was really it. good. Um, and what's his name? The guy who uh classic Loki. Forget the actor's name. Richard E. Grant. Richard Grant. That's who it was. Um spectacular. Yeah, he was really stole the show. Uh alligator Loki. Really I love good. him pissing at everybody. He's pissed so good. at everyone. So good. Yeah. So that show has been strong. We'll see how it ends. It ends on Wednesday, and then that'll be our episode on Monday. Just the six episodes. But been really it's been strong to quite strong i would i would have mm-hmm. to admit speaking of disney plus and marvel their new animated series what if uh they had a trailer we tweeted it out at dork podcast and they have a uh their series starts on august 11th and so this obviously isn't tied into the mcu but what it is yeah. is it just sort of like twists like what if takes like there's a lot of what if comics out there so you know what was it like if spider-man had dr strange dr cloak or like, yeah or was stuff like that killmonger actually sa- eric killmonger saved tony stark and tony stark never became iron man right there was like, also uh what was the other one like if, if vision got the infinity gauntlet stuff like that yeah. i think is, is going to be on there but this chadwick boseman already did the voice for this yes so he will be in this so that'll be cool i don't know we'll see how good it is maybe we'll do an episode on it it might be mm-hmm. worth doing we'll, we'll see how that goes uh, a show i'm not super into but i know a lot of people do like it based off the video game series the witcher they've had a long delay in between season one and season two they just put out a trailer and season two comes out december is this up your alley yes it was good enough this the first i didn't play the first game or the second game, actually. I wound up playing The Witcher 3. All right. Never finished it. That's one of my, that's like my bad oh, so video go back. game take. I got to go. Well, now, so it, they're now, re again, they're getting a director's cut that's coming to the next-gen console. A Snyder cut? It's just going to be like 4K, and they're going to all the downloadable content, 60 frames. Like, this thing is going to be ray tracing. This thing's going to be Rip beautiful. Ripping. So I'm going to pick it up again, and it's all free. If you already own the game, it's already free. So um, what are you going to hit? I thought you had something, your finger on something. You're Nothing. Good. Don't worry about me. Don't worry what I'm doing back here. All um, right. Don't worry about what the mice. So I'm in doing. on the show. I I need to read up a little bit, and then I need to read some of the books. But. I couldn't. It was too slow for me. I know my dad loves it. He keeps asking me when the next one is. I'm like, all right. Well, they got to make it. Really? Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Interesting. Yeah, he's a big Witcher fan. Yeah. So he'll watch uh, season two when that comes out. I know Fryer from the DSG. He's a big yeah. Witcher yep. fan. I see him tweeting about it all the time. Uh, a show that I like, and a show I didn't watch when it first came out. It was one of the many. COVID, uh, COVID-19, <laughs> one of those uh, quarantine COVID-19 COVIDian shows. Yeah. Correct. It was one of those programs on HBO Succession. Yes, and to, to kickflip off of what you, you just mm-hmm. said, my father keeps Love asking me if I've watched Succession. Have you? He's like, it's got Macaulay Culkin. He keeps telling me Macaulay Culkin's brother's in it. I'm like, and like he's somehow, great. Like, somehow that's a selling point I don't know if that is. But have you seen it? I have not. You should. Yes. So, I mean, my wife, so I'm told. we both watched this, and the season three teaser just came out, and that'll be available this fall. Brian Cox is awesome in this show. It's good. I, I recommend it. It's, it's funny, but it's like a dark comedy type of thing. A show I don't like, speaking of HBO, premiered last night. It's called The White Lotus. And I don't know if I hyped this up. I, I tweeted it out again last night before the show started. I'm like, hey, guys, I assume this is going to be good. Sunday night, HBO. The last thing I said that about was Mayor of Easttown, which I loved. Mm-hmm. I know it was different. This is a Mike White show. So he's the guy. He works with Jack Black a lot. Yes. And he's actually been in a few movies, but he writes a lot of movies. This is uh, Steve Zahn, who I like. Connie Britton, who we all love. And a few other people that you may or may not recognize. Plop oh, from The Office. Ugh, Plop from The Office, who sucks. Alexander Daddario. Uh, yep. Who? Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Yep. And it's, think- aw- it's awful. It's awful. I'm out. I have no interest in it. I didn't find it funny, entertaining, or interesting. There was like one or two times where I went like, huh. like it was pretty funny. Um. I was most of the just super confused as to what's going on. It's supposed to be a little uneasy. It's supposed to be a little uncomfortable, I think. 
but I also was waiting for some sort of humor. I never really laughed. I thought Jennifer Coolidge had a couple of like, she might have gotten the huh? How do you like that? Huh? I thought their biggest miss was so the guy who runs it's it takes place at like this uh resort and so yeah. just people coming in on their vacations and so you meet some of the people that work there and then you meet a bunch of the people that are vacationing the guy who like runs the place you know the guy with the mustache the guy the Australian guy if that was like Fred Armisen or if that was somebody like that like I think goofier it, I think it would pull me in a little bit more yeah yeah um, that guy wasn't funny and he could have been no and I don't know what the hell's happening stinks I don't know if I'm like sad about it. I don't know what I'm supposed to feel, but I, saw, I but I know that I'm not going to watch it anymore. I saw Alexander Daddario in a very small bikini. Yeah, that was probably the highlight of the show. Oh, was she me. the one that was going out with the kid from the office? Yes, was married and to. She was in True Detective. She was in Soul yeah, yeah, yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, she was good in her role. She's very attractive so far. Correct. Yes, yes, she was. Uh, hey, Ryan, guess what? What? Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. I saw Fear Street 1978. This is the middle of the Fear Street trilogy. We saw 1994 last week, talked mm. about it, liked it. 78 this week takes place at a camp, so your Friday the 13th. And then next week, or this Friday, I should say, the series wraps up with 1666. And it looks like it's going to be a lot of the same actors playing characters back then. I like this series. I am a fan of this. I, okay. I had to watch this in two sittings, unfortunately, not no by no fault of my own, but it was nice. To kind of have like that break, yeah, and then come back to it. Um, we'll do. I, I feel like we got to do standalone. We have to. I was gonna pitch it because yep. we had, somebody asked us on Twitter today if we will, and I think that might be that sweet spot. We so here you go. This might be the schedule right here. Black Widow, Loki. I think you should leave season two. Fear Street, Suicide Squad. Fuck yeah, man! That is a murderer. Wow, show. what a summer! So that gives you a couple weeks to watch Fear Street. So the final one comes out on Friday. They've all been uh, strong. I, I think really good. Yeah, entertaining for sure. Some of the better movies I've seen. Uh, the best so two horror movies I've seen this year. Oh, yeah, probably. I'm trying yep. to think what else is even a horror movie that I saw. Oh yeah, that the Andy Adams and one. The Conjuring. No, no. Oh yeah, and the, these are both better than The Conjuring. Yep. That's true. Good point. Right, let's just keep this moving. We got a good. We got a real pace going right now. Let's do it. Let's get to the next thing, shall we? Let's get to it. Where the See, like Should I have bought this? It's America's favorite show within a podcast, and that is where you send us an item that you purchased that it was minimum $25. You can email that in, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, and Davey and I will decide whether or not you should have bought this. Uh, this segment, of course, brought to you by 47 Brand. Go to 47brand.com, order a bunch of hats like the one I'm wearing, like the one Davey's wearing. They got shirts. They got all kinds of awesome stuff. They, they all kinds new of stuff. shit. Hashtag dork is the promo code 20% off your purchase. It's amazing the <laughs> shit you can get on that site. Check uh, them out. That's and, a deal. By the yeah. way, local company, too. So support local yeah. businesses. Yeah. You, what's, you, what's you, wrong with you? You people. You hey. fucking skunks. You want a new hat, don't you? You probably do. They got every goddamn kind of hat. Seriously. You want a local team hat? You want a minor league hat? You want an old school hat? Pick your own hat. I'm not going to tell you what hat to get. I'm just going to tell you. I'm not going to tell your business. To use hashtag dork at checkout. So should I have bought this? This one comes in from Josh. Let's pull it up on the old screen here, Ryan. Uh, for the people listening at home, can you describe that to the listener? I am seeing what looks like the cover of a, clearly the cover of a Silver Surfer comic book. Yeah. It is from the 7th of August. It doesn't say the year. So uh, Josh told me in the uh, chat, 19 uh, line 69, I believe. It's the first yes. run. It's like the 7th issue. It's the 7th issue of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Um, and in the bottom, yes. it says the heir of Frankenstein. I like that. Which is... I like when they used to kind of cross over with some of those yeah, guys, you know? Frankenstein. What's wrong with that? Which is not the name of the monster. Mm, no they would just be the monster so which i say if you thought it was read a fucking book okay we're not going to get preachy here on the podcast so all right josh was a long time listener he says uh it's a little beat up he says to be fair to be fair a little beat up he says probably uh fared maybe to good condition if it was being ranked and, or rated he thinks it would range between 75 and 200 he paid 40 dollars for it and he's a huge Silver Surfer fan, and he was adding it to his collection. So, should he have bought this? Now, Josh, remind his Twitter handle is Norin Rat. 
He's a huge Silver He's Surfer a fan. Huge Silver Surfer. I fan. love Silver Surfer too. I got a soft spot in my heart for Silver Surfer. And a fan of the podcast. Yeah. I'm saying if you have a collection going and your Twitter handle is Norrin Rad. This is how we do it. Yep, that was an easy one. Easy Unanimous. One. This is how you should, uh, you do it. And I would also add this. Keep sending them in, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We try to get to one a week as we go forward. We have a little bit of a, of a log jam here, but sometimes we'll leapfrog them if we get some really good ones coming in sooner. Also, uh, about a month from now, August 15th, we're going to have our next live show at Idle Hands in Malden. Yes. Uh, the two of us and Mac and Goo are going to be there. And part of that show, we are going to do Should I Have Bought This, both live and ones that you have mailed in. So if you mail them in, we're going to have a projection screen there. We're going to put it up on the board and people can take a look at it and the whole crowd can get involved. So continue to send those in dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to bring it with you, as we said, Dork Teaks Roadshow, if you want to bring it in live, we can do it that way as well. Yes. But, and I, I have another, should I have bought this? I tweeted it out. And if you guys are with me, you're on my side, please go and talk to at Rye the Girl because there was a taxidermized turtle dressed up like a ninja turtle get the fuck out of here and she told me yeah that i was not allowed to bring it into the house how much does it cost 120 dollars. seems high for a real turtle yeah but it's dead it's a dead turtle it's not like you trained a turtle to like wear the suit and do swords they ain't got no souls i don't have to get permission he should be buried like the rest of the dead turtles. Ugh. I don't like it. I want a taxidermized turtle. Taxidermized turtle that looks like a ninja turtle. Is snakes out there this big? Yes. It's a turtle. That guy was also selling, or someone else was selling, a boar's head mounted on a wall, and he dressed it up to look like Bebop. Get the fuck out of here! You don't that either? I don't like playing with that stuff. <laughs> And I don't think we should be doing that. Have you seen Fear Street? I have. I liked Fear Street, both of them so far. Which one did you like more, real quick? I kind of like the second one. I kind of like the camp one. Yeah, I think I like 94 better, but I think it's more... I like Scream more than Friday the 13th. And I know there's, they're very different, but I'm yeah. just saying like I like I like the night. But they were both good. I saw a lot of people on Twitter like the second one more. That seemed to be kind of somewhat unanimous. Yeah, uh, and I think because... You get a little bit more depth mm-hmm. in the second one. You know, the, the, right. the first one's kind of a table setter, which you are yeah. a slasher guy. So I like a slasher. Yeah. I like a slasher. Yeah. All right, let's get to this. It's time for Davy's video game. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Davy, what do you have? So to kickflip off of what you just should I have bought this, right? right? Yes. Today. Original cartridges for Super Nintendo 64 and The Legend of Zelda, both rated at a 9 for Zelda and a 9.8 for Super Mario 64, right? So yeah. sold at auction for over $2 million. Insane. So the original Zelda went for, um, I believe, like $600,000. No, sorry, $870,000 and with the gold cartridge and everything. And Super Mario 64 sold for $1.56 million. I don't, I don't get it. I like, just don't get it. Like What? But Isn't that are. crazy? That is crazy. It's absolutely uh, crazy. I would like to give a shout out to um, today or yeah, uh, it was yesterday was the 40th birthday of Donkey Kong. <gasps> Happy birthday, that? Donkey Kong. We know the King of Kong, of course, friends of yours. And I tweeted out, I wished everybody involved with the game a very happy anniversary, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And I said, except this guy. Brian with a picture Koo. of Brian Koo. He stinks. Fuck that guy. Fuck Brian Koo. Cody. Speaking of fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I'll bring. Oh, by the way, uh, I'll do it at the end. Okay. Um, Fortnite has another update now. We are introducing Neymar. Neymar Jr., the soccer player. And LeBron James. Mm, no. LeBron James is coming to Fortnite. Get the fuck out of here. Take a hike. Get out of here. Don't need it. Fuck LeBron James. And I saw, I was, I almost called into your show today because I don't know if you saw what he said about being a Laker. He said, did you hear this? No. Did you read this? No. He goes, no. Are you familiar with this? No. I know the player. He goes, I want to finish my career as a Laker. 
whether that be five years, six years, seven years. Yeah. He's right? 37 or He's 36. Th- yeah. Right. Like you're not, you're not going to play for seven. You're not Tom Brady, right? <laughs> no. You fucking cry every time you get bumped. I don't want to hear it. Right. Right. And then he says, it's unbelievable for me to be playing for such a storied franchise as the LA Lakers. Almost as unbelievable as starring in the new Space Jam. Hmm. How do you take an honest question yeah. and somehow spin it into no, plugging your it. bullshit? He did the same thing after he got eliminated this year, and they, oh, they yeah, asked yeah, him about they, the Olympics. He's like, nah, I'm not going to the Olympics, but I am going to be playing for the Toon Squad. I'm like, oh, Christ like Jesus Christ. Like, how shameless we got are it. you? We got it, dude. You're you already got paid. You're, right. You got paid. You made the movie. Yeah, but he's like a producer. He's like the, like the Braun Productions. Yeah, he's trying to produce. So is, is he like... <laughs> I watch every movie, by the way. I'm not watching that movie. Can't do it. By the way, Won't sneaky it. good, I think you should leave sketch, not to tip our hand, Santa Claus starring in the <laughs> that grew on me yeah that one grew on me i love his lines in the movie i'm so pissed fuck you you suck <laughs> you suck what are you stupid <laughs> he kills the guy uh but that's the been... tagline on the thing says i'm gonna really pile pissed. up these fuckers <laughs> so that's a yeah. quick one we want yeah. to talk about blackwell so that is davy's video game and it brought to you always by our friends at wild bill soda go to drinkwildbills.com Use the promo code Ron Von D for 20% off your entire order. Hey, great summer for mixed drinks. And guess who forgot? That? I said I would bring them this last week. This fucking guy. I was waiting I all day him. for some sweet I action. For, I forgot them, in, oh. uh, but I will bring them next week. That's all right. We'll do one more. Oh, you want to come next week? Too? I wanna, let's do it. You can come as many. I feel like. Come. Gross. Like jizz. <laughs> come shot. You can arrive at my house anytime any you want. Any of these guys crash through the ceiling and take a messy shit. Any of these fuckers come out of the wall and have a big horse cock <laughs> or dingleberry. That was <laughs> You can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. Which, by the good He's point. Right. It's a we good point. We can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> so good. So good. So they, uh, drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. Go to wildbills.com. Guess what that. we're doing next week? Drinking wild bills. We are. Uh, Ryan, question. Y'all ready for bisque? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. Topic is Black Widow. Finally, after about 10 different release dates, Black Widow came out this past weekend. It, of course, is the 24th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It has a runtime of two hours and 14 minutes. It was released uh, both in the theater and... And on Disney Plus Premier Access for a cool $29.99 on top of the subscription. It is currently on Rotten Tomatoes, rocking an 80% by the critics, 92% by the audience. Uh, before I get into the real question here, yep. did you watch it on Disney Plus? I did. So I did, did not I. go to the theater. Um, and again, 30 bucks sounds steep. You know what I didn't? I said this last time. You know what I didn't factor in? For people like us, babysitter, babysitter, it's a hundred dollar night. It is between babysitter, drink or two, popcorn or two, candy yep. or two, maybe even stop for dinner. Like the whole thing adds up. Thirty dollars, really, it, when you put it that way, isn't a bad deal. I also watched it at home. I think a lot of people have pretty good, and you know, not to brag or boast, but decent enough home setups too. Like watching, watching, we're it. watching it. We're, we're actually watching we it right, right now. We got this bad bitch on, which is actually kind of cool. Like we've never been able to do this for any other yeah. episode we've done. We got it's it on like the, reminding me of things, but uh, on the background right now, um, there are some set pieces in this movie that I wish I had seen. In yeah, I'm sure there are some. Yeah. Now this also was uh, 80 million at the box office, 60 million from people like us watching at home, and 78 international. So added all of like 215 or whatever it Which was, is, 216. I think this is the new model. I, think I hope is, so. I wonder if they'll alter, because I know they've been saying Shang-Chi in September is theater only. But man, they got a lot of money for this one. So I'm hoping they do this. Not that I'll never go to the theater again, but I do like watching the movie at home. But circling back, we're going to do spoiler free, as we do with all of our TV and movie reviews. Did you like it? Yes, I did. And, I, and I'm I'm a little... I find myself questioning that that response because I don't know if I missed if I liked this or I missed Marvel movies. You know what I mean? So I do know exactly what you mean because my takeaway is I definitely liked it. I might have even loved it, but then it might have just been I haven't seen a Marvel movie for two years. And you and the shows were kind of hit or miss to yep. me. The shows I liked WandaVision once it got going. I didn't like Falcon Winter Soldier. I am currently enjoying Loki, but we haven't seen a movie in such a long time that I ended up really, really liking it. Now I, I did have recency bias. So I watched this Friday. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, wait. I, I watched it Saturday. Sure. 
And so Saturday and Sunday, I probably liked it a little bit more than I did today as I was starting to think about it. Be like, all right, what are we going to yeah. talk about today? I still really, really liked it. Um, but there is that part of you that's like, are right, we just haven't seen these characters or any of these characters in a long time mm -hmm. in this setting? Again, right. a TV show different than a, than a movie, but I definitely liked it. What do you think? What did you think of the story for this? Because again, you have a character who, in the continuity, is dead. Yes. And you're like, all right, but we want to kind of go back. And you're like, all right, so what are the, what are the stakes going to be? Like, that's that's always the issue you run into. I think when you have like a prequel or in this way, kind of like you kind of rogue one something a little bit, where you're like, hey, let's throw a movie in here. Let's tell a story from this time frame. Right. Um, there were some cool things that they did with this movie, but you knew, like you said, you knew where it had to go. Story. You knew how it had to end. You knew how it was going to start. And you knew how it was going to end. You knew that. Um, uh, I can't her sister's name. Yelena. Yelena. You knew that Yelena is in Hawkeye. Right. So there's not a lot of stakes in this movie. So there, there's. It's tough. It's hard. What? So your question was like, was this movie necessary? Probably not. I mean, this it may is, not have low been. stakes. No, and I'll tell you like, what it does too. And what you know, I think most people have already seen it by now, but we're still non-spoiler. So what I think it did remind me of Rogue One because Rogue One was great. Yes. It didn't have to be made, but they did an unbelievable job with it. But they also had more of a loophole that they needed to cover up. They Rogue One made the whole Star Wars universe better. Yes. Black Widow makes one character a lot better. Doesn't necessarily make the whole universe better. No. But it, it doesn't mean it's not a good movie. And it's a character that deserved a movie. No. And there are certain things that they bring up in this movie that you're like, oh, so that's what that was. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm glad for that. And I I want to state for the record that this movie has been a long time coming. This movie should have been made five years ago. Yeah. Or six years ago. Yeah. Which I, would have I, made a little bit more sense. I agree. It definitely should have been made uh way sooner just when you look at all the different characters you know <laughs> captain america iron man thor have all had three Multiple plus movies yeah. three or more movies and correct me if i'm wrong hulk had a movie but it was terrible she's she, oh i just noticed a little thing by the way okay did you see her necklace no what was it oh i'll tell you in a second okay it's spoilers um so <laughs> she should have she's, had a movie. she's been in more movies than most of them most of them. everybody but i think fury yeah. I think Black Widow has now been technically, if you want to, like, she's in Thor Ragnarok is like archive footage. So yes. if you want to use that, I think she's now been in 10 movies of Which the 24. Finally got her own. Okay. That's a little embarrassing. It for is. Marvel. It yeah. is pretty crazy. So I'm glad she did it. And I'm glad they pulled it off. I'm glad it was good. And it wasn't just like, oh, here's your movie. Yes. You know, because if they did it earlier, who knows? It might have been like the Incredible Hulk. It might have been like Iron Man 2. It might have been like Thor the Dark World. Right. They waited. And to me, they made it pretty good. What I was blown away by was actually two things in this. One, the action scenes were awesome. Yeah. There was a bunch of them, and they were different. It was, uh, you know, Black Widow versus another Black Widow. It was a crazy ending uh, thing. There was the the Taskmaster stuff, which mm -hmm. I know you have some things to say about that. But, yes, there was, but there was just a lot of different action scenes that I thought were really, really strong. I thought they'd be good. I didn't think they'd be this good. No, and there's some... Um, we're watching one right now. And if, you, if you've seen the movie, you know where we are. There's a Mission Impossible-esque oh, yeah. chase scene. Yeah, right. Um, on par with the Tom Cruise chase scene. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's actually really, really good. And it's it's well done. because I think the good thing, too, is the cast, which we're going to hit on, like, all the characters. Yep. The main cast is all very, very strong. I would say strong to quite strong. Like, the four lead characters mm -hmm. are all perfectly well done. And also, sneaky amount of comedy. You're not going to confuse it with Guardians or Ant-Man or, or Deadpool, obviously a different category. Mm -hmm. But compared to some of the other MCU movies, there's as much comedy there. David Harbour has comedy. Uh, Florence Pugh, who, who, Pugh yeah. who was awesome. But She's she, great. She was also pretty funny, like the, Very funny. the yep. way she went. So I was actually pretty pleased with the with the comedy. Uh, the ties to the MCU, we can hit on all of this in spoilers, but they it's definitely of the it's a standalone, but it just makes it so much better if you know what else is going on. And mm -hmm. they reference a bunch of other characters. They clean up a couple of things in the movies. So it's definitely very much set in the world, like more so than say like Ant-Man. Yes. Like Ant-Man's an individual movie with clearly a couple things here and there. This is much more involved in the universe. And it's a uh, if you want to know kind of what it's on par with, I would say that whatever score I gave Captain Marvel, it's in that 
realm. I so, think in terms of rankings. Okay. And what I say, if you if you haven't seen it yet, if you like the Bourne movie, there's a lot of Bourne vibes. Yeah, there's Born a lot vibes. of Bourne vibes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think if you're comparing it to Winter Soldier, I think that's kind of unfair because Winter Soldier is such a great movie. Winter Soldier that's so good. tough to pull off, yeah. but it's probably closer to that than anything else is in the MCU. So to me, again, there's 24 Marvel movies. Yep. I think there's probably tiers that you could have them. But if you're ranking them one through 24, like I did after I watched this, again, knowing that I have recency bias, I had it 11. I, I mean, I would put it anywhere in that middle tier. The lowest it could possibly be is 17. The highest it could possibly be is probably 11, yeah. 10 or 11. So and I would have said like 13, 14. So I think the ones you're talking about are both Ant-Man's. Yep. It's Captain Marvel. It's Doctor Strange. It I is, think Strange is a little better than this. So I would. I think it's worse, but that's what I'm saying. It's in yeah. that. It's in that realm. What else? Uh, maybe the second Spider-Man movie, or the first Thor, or oh, I think it's better than the first Thor. You're right. I think there's probably eight movies or so that are definitely better. There's probably uh, five or six that are definitely worse. No, the brand of Thor. You're right. That, that I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like just trying to think of like something to compare it to. This is better than Thor. Yes, yeah. it's better than all the Thors except for Ragnarok. Yes. Uh, yeah, so again, I might move it down, but right now I have it at 11. So I'd be curious where you guys have. You can tweet us at Dork Podcast, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com, also on Instagram as well at dorkpodcast. But I liked it that much. Maybe it'll change. But right now, what is your hashtag dork score? Four and a half. Okay, I'm going five. Okay, I'm going, I'm going rock hard five. And I think I'm a little bit more critical of one aspect of the movie than you are. Yes, you definitely are. Yeah. Uh, just from our, our brief 10-second conversation before we went on the air, I think it bothered you more than it bothered me. So I'm going to say five. You say four and a half. I originally thought five and a half when I walked away, but I think that half stone might have just been missing Marvel movies. Yeah. And so I, I lowered it a little bit. And so I still think it's in the also the conversation of best movie of the year so far. Because even though I gave Mitchell's versus Machines a six, I've had to retcon that. I had the Days of Future past that. Because it's not perfect. It's not the best movie in the world. It's very, very good. I love that movie. Yeah. But I would say, like, uh, No Sudden Move that I just saw. Fuck, I still gotta, that's the movie I gotta, I gotta watch that movie. Judas yeah. and the Black Messiah, Mitchell's versus the Machines, and Black Widow. Any one of those four could be the best movie of the year so far. That's that's oh, how oh. I would go with that. Nice. Anything else non spoiler? No. No. Okay. Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers! Here come the spoilers! All right, so timeline in this bad boy. It opens up 1995 in Ohio, and basically, it's like the TV show The Americans. You have right. Russians over here, undercover, doing a thing. You also find out that it is uh, not even a real family. Like at, at your first thought, you're like, "All oh, right, this is the this is the family setup." Uh, it's not. They do their mission. David Harbour and Rachel Weiss are the parents. And then you have uh, a young version of Sculpture Hansen and Florence Pugh as the kids. They do their mission. They're there for three years in Ohio. And then they do their mission. They're done. So they split up. And then the girls go into Black Widow training. Jump ahead 21 years. So that puts us in 2016, right. which is a really important time in Marvel. And business really picks up. because we are, Yes, we are just before... Civil War? Just after Civil War, right? No, because they mentioned that they're on the run. So this is... is yeah, this so after. So is this Winter Soldier? No, no, Civil War. No, Stay no, no. focused. Stay focused. No, Here's what I'm what... saying is like they're on the run, and then Civil War... Who's on the run? So it Black might be like... It, yeah, but it might be like in that No, no, no. I'm, tell, I'm telling you exactly what it is. So here's okay. what it is. So Civil War is in 2016. Infinity War is 2018. So there's a two-year run there where things are all out of whack, okay, so right? She's on the run, and so, they mentioned that who's missing. So, right? yes, because you remember in Civil War, Black Widow kind of played both sides of it. She was on Iron Man's side, but then she ultimately helped Captain America. So she wasn't at first being targeted, but then she was because she like right. she she uh, like sh pumped fucking uh, Black Panther with like a stun gun or whatever. Remember, yes. she like knocked Black Panther down. But then she has a conversation with Tony Stark, and she's trying to explain to him like what the fuck's going on. And then Tony's like, well, you know, Ross isn't going to give up looking for you. And whatever. So Tony doesn't bring her down, but they have that last conversation, and then she's gone. So then this movie starts with Thunderbolt Ross chasing down Black Widow. But also in 2016, you start to get Black Panther movie, you get yeah. Doctor Strange, you get uh, into 17, I guess you get Ragnarok, 
and then that leads up into Infinity War. So we know the last time we saw Black Widow, she was on the run. And then the first time you see her in 2018, she's teaming up again with with the, the Captain America side of things yes. as they're trying to help save the world. But Thunderbolt Ross is still pissed and is still after him. Um, so I like that part. And what also this movie does, we'll sort of jump around here a little bit. But what this movie does is at the very end of Civil War, there's sort of an un unknown. We don't know how much time, but there's a little bit of a time jump. And Captain America goes to the raft. And yes. he breaks out Falcon, Hawkeye, Wanda, and Ant-Man. Yes. What we find out is that Black Widow is actually a part of that. Because at the end of this movie, Black Widow gets that jet thing from mm. Mason, who's also known as the agent in comics. Mm. Gets that jet. So clearly she went with Captain America to the raft. So that's why, that's why I was saying it's kind of like Rogue One, where... We just were like, all right, Captain America broke them they out. Got out. But yeah. there's probably more to that. If that's supposed to be the, the toughest, uh, highest you know, security prison in the world, they're mm -hmm. going to probably need a little bit of help. So Black Widow is a huge part of that. And I also thought it was cool because if you jump to Infinity War, one of, the, one of the scenes, the first scenes you see with Black Widow, they have the hologram of Thunderbolt Ross. And he's talking to War Machine. And then... The first person he talks to when he sees them all walk in is Black Widow. And he says something to her like, where do you get the nerve? So it's like kind of like a little dot connecting because obviously she's eluded him for a couple of years. And he probably also knows that she was a part of breaking those guys out. Kind of cool. See, that that's that's some good dot connecting there. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty good. Yeah. So again, cows. You don't really know what happened with some of these characters. So, like in Infinity War, they try to explain, they give Hawkeye a little bit more time, right? Because they're like, all right, yes. here's what happened after this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hulk and Thor were obviously in Ragnarok. And yep. you know, Panther was doing his thing, and Strange was just sort of developing. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really know what was going on with Black Widow. She did have a window in time where she could do all this stuff. Which is which is which, nice, and that's a nice thing. Which is which is pretty good. You which, have really nailed. I've that been down. thinking the fuck a lot about. You've this. been really nailing that down. I let yeah. you go for. I was just you were rolling. Sorry, I didn't know if you wanted to jump in there. No, or not, you but, were doing such a good. Well, job. you weren't sure what the hell, what time it was. No, so I, I, just wanted I, to I knew it was because they mentioned. <laughs> here's what tripped me because they mentioned that they're on the run because of her assault on the king of Wakanda. They say that. Yeah, yeah. So, which happened in Civil War. That happened in Civil right. War. I didn't know what kind of pocket of time this was at, but I knew Ross was after her. Mm -hmm. I knew that this is the, she shows up again. Like you said, she wound up in infinity war where she comes out of like the shadows with right. Captain America, Captain America and Ant -Man. who was nomad at the time. Right. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And she's wearing the vest that she got from Florence Pugh. Yes. And if I, what I mentioned before, if you look at her necklace throughout this movie, it's an arrow. The yeah. pendant on her necklace is an arrow. So another thing this movie does a good job of is not only does it strengthen Black Widow's character, in my humble opinion, but it also talks about her connection with Hawkeye and giving more gravitas to the scene in uh, Endgame. Yes, and when they were talking about Budapest or Budapest, Budapest, when they were in, she kind of walks Yelena through what happened, mm -hmm. and they kind of they don't tell it all at once. It kind of happens over time. Um, and she finds that vent in the subway and she's like, we were up here for two days and there's like a little tic-tac-toe and like stuff like that. So, Pretty cool. Like, so it kind of goes through and she walks her through what they were doing in Budapest. Yeah. You know, so that, I, was, that was good. I thought that was good. Yeah, it definitely brings them closer together. There's a lot of references too to like her being in an Avenger. Which is important. Yes. The connection between the two of them to reestablish that uh -huh. will be important moving forward. And we'll get into that as we uh -huh. continue to spoil. Uh, do you want to do some of the best scenes or cool moments sure. that you liked? Yep. Oh, you want to? Uh, so, well, so I I did think that that it was cool at the end, like I was just explaining about how they sort of now bring her in, and it actually made the end of Civil War a little bit stronger, and it just made Black Widow's character. She was already very important. We talked about how many goddamn movies she's been yes. in, and how like early on dealing with Tony Stark, like when he was a young Iron Man and all that shit, and and you've always sort of heard slight conversation about like her origin story and this still isn't like a full-on origin story by no. any means but it gives you just a little bit more of this world that she lived in and like she's probably killed a lot of people a lot of people and it was nice to get that round that out and yeah. have her this be her if it is her last uh -huh. thing and just finally give that character her due yeah you know i thought the scene where they break out red guardian was really good the family dinner and scene. i just yeah and i thought that was i thought they did 
a pretty good job making you care about those characters pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, because we already knew Black Widow, but the other one, like I guess they're all Black Widows, yeah. And then Red Guardian. But I, the the show stealer for me in this movie was Yelena Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. She absolutely stole the show, and she was. I mean, in the action scene, the fight scene she was in, she was great. Yeah. Um, good comedy too. Like, and that's like what, that she was legitimately funny, kind of, like really funny, and like making fun of her sister, well, quote sister for like posing. You're a poser. And then right. the bet her the sneaky funniest thing she did, she actually hit the pose and did it. And did it. And it was like no. she did like a little like she like shook it off. Didn't like, like it. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was really good. And I also think we're gonna obviously get a lot more of her going forward. And I think that's great. Like I think people are gonna like her. I think people are gonna miss uh Scarlett Johansson, but they're all aboard the the new Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And again, to jump just because we're talking about the character, jump ahead to the end credit scene. So there's one end credit scene. Yes. And it is Florence Pugh talking. Uh she's at the graves, and then it jumps ahead to the time that we're at now. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who shows up and starts talking to her and clearly has already established sort of a connection with i'm assuming dark avengers is that what we're going to be dealing with here i think so, or like secret avengers or something what do they call something. it something yeah because the- she has that rapport with u.s agent so again that's mm-hmm. why th- this movie was supposed to come out before falcon and winter soldier so we were supposed to see this was supposed to be uh julia louis dreyfus elaine bennis's marvel debut yes was recruiting the next black widow to go hunt hawkeye which, which again is going to be a big part of the series that you talked about on Disney Plus, which comes out this year, by the which way. Which comes out this year, and I think what is going to the ultimate there's going to be with the events of this movie, what you're going to have is the two Hawkeyes against an army of now three Black Widows. Black Widows. Yep. Which I'm into that. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And then I think what it's going to eventually set up is at the end of the Hawkeye series, I think Kate Bishop's Hawkeye and Florence Pugh's. Uh, Yelena Black Widow mm-hmm. are going to be best friends at as the well end as they're going to get um, U.S. agent in on the thing. U.S. Too. agent will be in there and they'll probably and then and I'm sure Ant-Man's daughter uh, I'm Cassie sure Lang bringing yeah. Cassie Lang yeah. in that and we'll yeah. have like the young Avengers or like they got their work cut out for them though to they make really do. people care about U.S. agent but I, I think but that's at least sort of what's going to happen and so she's well, going to be hunting Hawkeye which is a great premise for a show wouldn't a group of badass women telling him to like shut the fuck up yeah. all the time be the exactly what that character needs. Oh, you, yeah, yep. U.S. agent, like shut oh. up. Like, yeah, we get, that's true. So, also the Red Guardian part. This has been a, a big discussion, I, I believe, or at least it should be a big discussion. Mm-hmm. Great character played by David Harbor, who's sort of the the father. He is the one Russian super soldier. Yes, if you believe him, if you believe what's going on, he is the one Russian super soldier. He is not only narcissistic, but he is uh, also obsessed with Captain America. He really is. It says that he has had a lot of fights with Captain America, and so he's doing this. The arm wrestling scene We're watching is watching the scene right now. By the way, who is this guy that he's arm wrestling guy? He breaks his arm. That guy's fucking massive because David Harbour's like 6'3", Is he six, a wrestler, four. maybe? I have no idea, but that man? guy is enormous. Yeah, he broke his wrist, though. Yeah. That, no no match for... Uh, Look at it. Oh, it fl- uh, that just flopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Red Guardian, I loved him. Only Super Soldier. Now, he claims that he had many battles with Captain America. Yes. And they even call him out in the prison scene. And they're like, you said you fought Captain America in 1984. Like he was on ice from like the 40s to like 2011 or whatever. Yeah. So is Red Guardian lying or did he fight a different Captain America or did he actually fight Chris Evans, Captain America? Because as we know, he's fucking around with the time. That's a that's a really interesting point that I was like I think he's lying. I don't think so. I don't think he is. So I thought that, he, that Captain America fucked with the timeline. He would have still been Captain America in the eighties and seventies and eighties. Yes, I think he was fucking. I thought he was joking just during the jail scene, but then when he kept asking Black Widow like, "Hey, does Captain America talk about me?" Like he's not like what I don't. I think he's like, meant talking about he right. Could, and and she's probably the Captain America she knows. She's yeah. like no. Yeah, the captain because that's they're two different. But then there's also been a bunch of Captain Americas. Like if you want to go back to uh, was it Isaiah, right? Uh, so was he from Falcon Winter was Soldier? He technically Captain America. I don't Maybe. think he was. I don't know either. But was there somebody that he fought? Or again, because Chris Evans Captain America does the old time thing, and then he that's how he's old man. Like old man Captain America would have been in 80s, maybe fighting him. Maybe because you got to figure that he would have been in his. 
fifties. Yeah, I don't know. Sixties, but still could probably kick a little ass. I don't know how it works, but it's time travel shit. And I happen to I wonder if they explore this more at all. But Red Guardian is still alive. He seems to right? be yeah, and he seems to be pretty adamant that he actually went to Came across Captain, Captain America. America. I yeah. kind of believe him. Yeah. So I don't know how they're gonna explain that one away. But man, that is uh and I'm told that the scene with him and Florence Pugh, and he's explaining the time that his dad pissed on his hands. He made toilet on his yeah, yeah. hands. Ad-libbed. He ad-libbed that? Yeah. I also heard, or I read an article that said Florence Pugh fought hard to keep the line in about how they make, they, they, they do surgery on the Black Widow so they can't have kids. Yeah. Like there was that scene in there. I guess, I don't know if Marvel or somebody wanted to cut it out. Well, they were like, a like, little, it's a little too, I'm like, like, no, no keep putting, it in. Putting that in there. Yeah. Like if that's what they're doing is they're just hoarding girls and turning them no, into assassins. You know what was great? It was they were talking. He asked them point blank if they're like on their period. That's what. Oh yeah, David Harbour said that to the two girls in and, Florence. And Pugh, they're like, no, straight up, we can't have periods because right. they ripped my innards out. And then he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, oh, yeah, you don't yeah. want to talk about that? Makes you uncomfortable. Okay, right, tough guy. You know, <laughs> right. no, I and I love that was good. I love that. And as a yeah. as you will find, yes. I'm going to lay my hands on your shoulder mm -hmm. right now and tell you as we are in houses father, of women. We yeah. are in houses of women. That's right. Just the fucking nonstop. Nonstop. With, with my sisters-in-law and my wife. It's a whole thing. And my sisters. It's yeah. just like I'm surrounded by women who yeah. talk about this shit all the time. Mm -hmm. You got to get comfortable with it, boys. So you got to put it in there. Doesn't bother me you anymore. You got to put it in there. Now, one thing that did bother you, though, was Taskmaster. Yes. I was a little bothered by the tax, Taskmaster. Now, here's what did. Here's what bothered me a little bit okay. it wasn't that they switched who taskmaster was because his, his name is anthony but they called her like antonia right and they and it ended up being uh drykov's uh, daughter. daughter who Black natasha thought, thought she'd she had killed, killed. Right, right, right i don't have a problem with that the problem i have is taskmaster is such a cool character insofar as he she whoever is a mimic that mm -hmm. he has like a photographic he she has a photographic memory if you do something once, he remembers that you did. You know what I mean? So yeah. fighting him, he can mimic your style or anyone's style and use it against you. So in order to defeat him, you have to think of something you've never done before. Mm -hmm. In comics, that's kind of like a cool thing. That's real cool. And in, I like it. In the Avengers video game, that's how you have to beat him. In Spider-Man, the video game, when there's the oh, Taskmaster yeah. yeah. side quest, right. you have to figure out like how that to beat him. That was a cool him. one. And it was, that's really cool. Just don't make her a robot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't make her mindless. Have that, like... Mm -hmm. Like, she didn't talk. You put it in, like, right. a chip in her neck. And, and he's like, really, like, quippy, and he's, like, a smartass. Like, I would really have liked to have seen... Even if yeah. you swap for Antonia versus Anthony, yeah. it would have been better that way. It's not as bad as what they did to Deadpool and X-Men no. Origins Wolverine, because no. at least the outfit looked badass. And so mm -hmm. before the reveal happened, you were like, oh, that's a pretty cool character. And I loved she was watching video of Hawkeye. And then right. two seconds later, she's got the bow and arrow shooting Hawkeye. She obviously fights as Black Panther at one point. Yep. She's doing all that stuff. I didn't mind it as much, but I'm with you. Like my big hang up on Iron Man 3, why I hated Iron Man 3 so much is uh the manchurian is such a good iron man villain and then they just like punted that away in kind of a creative way but this was like they dumbed this down mm, yeah oh you know? well this they did they they dumbed they dumbed this one down for sure um any other major problems that you had though besides this with it i didn't love Drykov. i didn't love that villain i didn't love i i kind of liked how she was able to best him with the whole like pheromones thing. I thought that scene was great. I'm glad you brought that up. Her breaking her own nose was an awesome scene. Now, if you broke your nose, I don't think you'd be able to talk as, as well as she <laughs> did or like breathe. not cry. Like, because your eye, if you've ever been hit in the nose, your eyes yeah. immediately water. But by right. the way, I mean, I guess, but she's also a trained assassin and maybe right. she can deal with pain a lot better than most people, but whatever. But I love the fact, like, I didn't love that. But I love the fact that, like, because you remember, she's talking her shit to him, and he's constantly, like, punching her in the face, and she says something oh, yeah. to the effect of, like, you couldn't do it yourself, awesome. so I, like, you didn't, you couldn't punch me hard enough to break my nose, right. so I have to do it myself. Just, that was all done on purpose. Yeah. It uh, was kind of cool, though. I think for characters like that, and one of the reasons why I feel like you like Baron Zemo and mm -hmm. why Lex Luthor should work, doesn't always, is most of these villains can't compete physically with any of these superheroes right so you have to have something like that so the fact that he has his own safety like pheromones thing is smart 
Now, yes. whether it could really work or whatever, who the fuck cares? Who but, cares? It's, it's whatever. Suspension this, is disbelief. They're saying that it works, so I'm saying that it's worked. So he knows that he's always protected against them, but once they learn that, boom, he can do that. And now, by the way, why Superman video games don't work. It's yeah, too easy. It. Everything's too easy. Now, do you think that Rachel Weiss's character, Melina, do you think she turned too easily? A little bit. Because she seemed to be really, like, m- way more, we find out way more in line with Drykov than the Red Guardian. In fact, he pr- imprisons the Red Guardian, which seems nuts. So why, what what I was tripping about is because, is was, is was, is, is, is was, is, 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 is. Mm-hmm. in the dinner scene, like, she seems to have this whole thing planned out already. Yeah. But she doesn't tell the other two. She just tells Natasha. Right. Like, why wouldn't you clue them in on it so they know, know what's going on? Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't loop them in. I don't really get that part. Like I just they're all she, in the same. We're not all because they get to the red room and they're not all on the same page. Right. You know, the red like, room was in the sky. No, I didn't like that because. <laughs> all right. You know what else is in the sky? Shield. Mm, Lucy. Shield. In the sky with diamonds. Shield is in the sky. Mm. Don't you yeah. think they would have seen it? Hiding in plain sight. It does not look like it's Hiding. not inconspicuous. No. Big fucking space station. Guardians of the Galaxy would. Yeah. No one looked up yeah. and be like, oh, look at that. Fucking Where the thing, fucking you know? thing is. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, I didn't think Drykoff was a great villain by any means. But also, you're running it in 2016, and we've already seen all the movies afterwards. So you're also running at risk of like, how big can something be? Right. That's because it still has to be its own like little little movie microcosm. Is right. The word you were looking. For. It needs to be its own microcosm. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, the idea of the Red Room though. I think is is a good one overall. And I I mean we already knew some of natasha's backstory like but it, it was nice to see there's more, more like and there's keep, a bunch they're, they're of still them doing it yeah and, right and she kind of thought all along that she killed him and the daughter and she didn't kill either one she didn't kill either one of them no, and i like the fact that, that they're they, she did the thing with um like it's like a jedi holocron that she found that all of the active black widows oh yeah 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 so now that had some x-men vibes to it had some x-men vibes to it professor x but now you have yelena and her team are now probably going to go around the world recruiting. Mm-hmm. They know who they are. Yeah. Which means in Hawkeye, oh, you can get they can't so run photos. and they can't go anywhere because right. they, they meant they make sure to mention that they're all over the world mm-hmm. that he's taken. Jesus. I don't want to get into the human trafficking thing. That was very, yeah, I don't like that. I know. Like, so that was definitely one where they tried to have some, real serious conversation like, and they kind of like skirted and some I'm of it like, moved it around real, like, that still, one back di- in. still disney plus yeah you know it was definitely i think it's it's rated pg-13 like they're not gonna go yeah any higher than that it's not less than that though either um i do want to see red guardian again i don't know when or how we're gonna do it but i want to see him again like, david harbour's so good he's great yeah he's great like he's funny he's like a tough guy you know like mm-hmm. he's, like a real but he's got the humor he's funny uh-huh likable likable sure yep yep yep. you know that florence pew something about her florence pew is great she's great it's really good in this so she's she w- she's the leader in the clubhouse for me for the steel of smooch award is that right for for now yeah wow the leader who else we got i mean i don't know like, literally anybody in the world you could choose from that's the thing about that game i i mean in the in the in the zeitgeist the the, the zeitgeist? social social consciousness right now in the mcu or anything we've seen this year. Conjuring. Godzilla versus Kong. Vera Flamingo for both. <laughs> <laughs> both. Actually, I don't know if she's even in that one. Uh, I'm still, yeah. So we'll see her in Hawkeye. I'm looking for, I'm really looking forward to seeing her in, in Hawkeye. I think that'll be really good. So that was my big takeaways. The action scenes were really, really good. There was a sneaky level of comedy. It more flushes out Black Widow. It takes you from the end of Civil War all the way to the sort of the beginning of Infinity War, and it sort of it cleans up the Civil War mm-hmm. angle of it, like the raft escape with with Captain America. It introduces us to the new Black Widow. The this, Black Widow. There's Black oh, Widow. So, uh, well, you know what no, I mean. But she's the Black Widow. She's gonna be the Black Widow. Yeah. Because I guess what they could have done, like what they're doing with Hawkeye, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and WandaVision, they technically could have done like a Black Widow show. But I'm so glad they just did a movie. Because right. they could have stretched this out over six, but, but this I, is so much better. I feel like the second act in this kind of dragged a little bit. Yeah, they didn't need like to do this it. part. By the way, this was one of the sneaky, funny parts too. When they're arguing like how much gas they have, and they're not going to make it to St. Petersburg. Yeah, and he's like, she's like, all right. And the next scene of the fucking helicopter crashes. Crash. I thought that was really fun. The deck. Yeah. What do you think of the Black Widow uh, white suit? I don't care for it. Okay. 
don't right. care for it. All right. It gets dirty very easy. I can't wear white. I'm one of those people. Who no, 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 no. Especially you're eating sloppy joes all the oh, time. Yeah, all the time. I'm getting extra sloppy. Here those things. I understand. Yeah. I just a decent, just a good Marvel movie. I was a, it was a fucking real good Marvel movie. So I have it at a five. Davey has it a four and a half. You're not going to blast through the wall and jizz, but no. you Man, might come through the ceiling and take a messy shit. These fuckers. Uh, so next in phase four, movie wise, Shang Chi comes out in September. Eternals in November. Spider Man three in December, and then in 2022, Doctor Strange. Thor, which Taika Waititi says is the craziest thing he's ever done. Have you seen the pictures of Chris Hemsworth? I can't wait. Oh, holy oh, shit! He's enormous. He looks See like the guy in that, in that jail scene. Jesus Christ! Also, the uh, Black Panther and the Marvels are all going to be in 2022. TV shows. We already told you What If is coming out. Uh, Ms. Marvel is supposed to be out this year. She Hulk and Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye this year. Next year, yep, is She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Secret Invasion. Looking forward so, to that. We had a little pause last year in Marvel. Who's gonna stuff, be in She-Hulk? Someone's gonna be in She-Hulk that I was Daredevil? No, I forget who they said. It was like someone you wouldn't expect. Was it Daredevil? Or no? I hope it's Daredevil. I mean, can you imagine that walking into a court and they like that, into each that's other? probably just a rumor? I can't imagine it's Matt Murdock, but like he's a I mean, She-Hulk's a lawyer. How fucking cool would it be right. if she's walking into a courtroom? You don't need to have bring him into the thing. Don't be a big song and dance. He's blind, right? So here you go. She's talking to someone, she's talking to anybody anybody she could be talking to colombo right and she's walking through and matt murdoch is walking with the cane bumps into her yeah and he goes like, oh, oh you're strong oh so, or he goes like oh sorry yeah because he's blind yeah and then she says i dare oh, you to so get out of my way yeah and he goes how do you know yeah and then that they make cool. love that's it yep. and then like foggy's like he's blind right or she like gives him a hard time and foggy's like he's blind yep foggy yeah. just for a paycheck right you put him in that put fulton reed in everything they should they should they should make that connection happen mm -hmm. but i don't know this whole thing with the pigs was weird to i me love too. pigs man pigs are so smart i know pigs are so smart just casual barrett 50 cal in mm -hmm. this shed rachel weiss has had a nice career i can't look at her and not sing the song edelweiss from sound of music oh but rachel weiss oh where it's like rachel weiss that's good you know what i'm saying i, do know I can't saying. do that she was great in the can't mummy not series do that I understand. Constantine, she was, she was good. She was also good in did you ever see Definitely Maybe, which is my favorite rom com of all time. My favorite Rachel Vice movie is Enemy at the Gate. Oh. With Jude Law and uh Ed Harris. Oh. Remember Vasily Saitsev, the sniper hmm. movie? Speaking of Jude Law, movie. did you ever see the movie Closer? Yeah. Yeah, kind of sexy time. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yes. Oh, partner swapping going yeah. on in that movie. Seemed like there are a lot of hurt feelings too. Yeah, so that's what gets you. Mm. A great Damien Rice song at the end. Anything of else you want to talk about, Black Widow wise? Yes, great. there was. Yeah, one thing I noticed, and I brought it up to my wife. She didn't notice until I said something. The amount of camera angle, like right there, boom, butt shot. There are so many butt shots. A lot of Scarlet butt shots. A lot. Like, They're like, listen, we're getting our fifteen million worth out of you. Like, watch this movie again. Yeah, and watch how many times well, you see someone's flank. Okay. What's wrong with that? I'm nothing. I'm just, it was something, it was just, it almost became distracting. Oh, I also saw on Twitter, so I didn't see this my first go through, and I think it was written in Russian, so I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But in the jail scene, uh, David Harbour's character has tattooed on his arm Yelena and Natasha. Does he really? Yeah. That's what somebody said. That's so awesome. I'll take their word for it. Again, watch the low angle butt shots that there you get was definitely one where uh, Scarlett Johansson is like getting into a car. And they had the it's camera like, down low, and they never up. really raised it. It was no, just like on, just I'm like, on her ass. They're gonna K. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Quentin Tarantino doing all feet stuff in all those movies. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a, it's a it was a female director, so I don't know if she's into butts. She stuff, could be into butts, super into butts. I don't know. For all we know, I don't know. Anyway, butt stuff. I like the movie. Now I own the movie, yeah. and I'm gonna watch it every day for 30 days, and then that way I can say I spent a dollar a day on it. Butts. And I'm gonna pause it for all the butt stuff. Yeah. And shut all the doors and light all the candles. <laughs> Get in my silk jammies. Oh, were you watching Black Widow again? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I cannot wait. For I love our... him. Him shoving himself oh, in the suit. Absolutely shoehorning himself into that <laughs> Red Guardian suit. He's like, still fits. Ah, uh, Alexi. Good you stuff. Card. Yep. I like the movie. But anyway, let us know what you guys think of the movie. 
Uh, Black Widow's the movie. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose on this night to defend a goal? I will defer to you because we'll get there. Go ahead. Uh, line. I already forgot. You already forgot yours. Oh, I'll go. I'll go. I have a real issue with this pick of the podcast because it's such a great idea in theory, and then I ended up forgetting what my thing was going to be. Like we, I, I don't think that people know how much shit we have to watch. I've been watching a lot. I went. So this is this is usually how I do the week. So I'll usually watch things the next day that it's on. Right. So Monday will be Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and then Wednesday, actually, I watch Loki when it comes out Wednesday. And then Thursday, I watched Dave from the night before. Right. And then over the weekend, I try to watch Bad Batch. And then Fear Street. And, and then, then Fear Street. And, and then, then I think you should leave again. I think you should leave just on loop. <laughs> White Lotus. I tried. Oh, hunted on that. And then I'm watching movies whenever I can. So obviously Black Widow this week. So it's a lot of that stuff. I was on a real good run of reading comics for a while. And then that sort of has stopped. Uh, I have been playing Mario Golf a little bit more. So Mario that's Golf, that's throw that out shit, there. Man. I can't wait to get my PC and my PlayStation back and actually play some games. Yeah. That are like of consequence. But uh, once again, the pick of the pod, actually, maybe f- going forward now for a month, will be the live show. So uh, make sure you mark it in your calendar. August 15th. It's a Sunday. We're going to start at 3 o'clock. And uh, what we're going to do, in addition to should I have bought this, is we did a Dork Hall of Fame episode a while ago and so we'll remind everybody what those hall of famers were for movies tv video games and comics and what we're going to do is we're going to be like sort of a hall of fame committee and the four of us are going to recommend something to go into the hall of fame and then we're going to vote on it and see if it makes it into the hall of fame so that's sort of going to be the topic du jour on august 15th at idle hands okay so and since we're doing that as the pick of the pod the anti pick of the pod which we've done before yeah the to don't someone mentioned in the chat josh and hash king boss baby two stinks i'm not gonna see that oh i'm not gonna watch that oh it sucked i don't want to watch so that. i had no idea what the hell was going on at any point i didn't know what was going on in the first one there was this whole thing with like babies and puppies it was the fucking weirdest but thing. you saw the first one so you didn't go I into had, it blind no you knew. i knew right. but that, even that i'm like how are they gonna make a sequel out of this and somehow they become babies again stinks but the bit was he running like a business sucks well he, they grow up but then they become babies again through like a potion. Baby of the year. Time and for the Jeff in memoriam. Jeff Goldblum is like the bad baby. They grow up. It's fucking weird. At one point, they teach Greek, though. They're teaching the babies Greek. And they go, opa! Mm-hmm. Classics. But, right. Fuck that movie. Fuck what? Boss Baby. Wow. Or even the Romans or Greeks. <laughs> Little Jiffy Jaffy throat slash. Did you see uh, I, my wife? I So I'm sitting there with my wife. My mother-in-law mm. and her mother. So my wife's grandmother. Mm-hmm. I put this on Twitter. And they're like, oh, there's nothing to watch. We had finished watching Jeopardy. They watched Jeopardy every night. And we were watching Family Feud. And we were playing. It's fun. And then they're like, oh, what are you going to watch next? And my wife is looking at me. And like, you know how they're like, you're clicking over in Netflix, but you're like looking at the other person. Yeah. And she put on, I think you should leave. And I look at her, I go, what have you done? <laughs> we got to baby of the year. My wife's grandmother was dying laughing she thought it was the funniest thing if taffy lee fubbins isn't the best baby of the year i'll kill myself on live tv the oral thing got oh her. my god conflicted about whether to say anything because i feel like michael patrick porkins could win it even without the oral his father didn't need to do the oral and that is why this is so tough for me to tell about the oral and they were like who are they like fuck you <laughs> don't it? swear Oh, my God. What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? It was, fuck you, Bart Harley Jarvis. Yeah, fuck you, Bart Harley. And yeah. the girl stands up and like, gives him the finger. She was crying laughing. It was so awesome. good. So watch that. Yeah, watch that again. Yeah. That'll be it. So that'll be our two weeks. Our lineup is a murderer's row coming up. Ah. Next week, Loki. The week after that, I think you should leave. Season two, followed by Fear Street, followed by The Suicide Squad. And I am going to make an executive decision now as the elder statesman of the Dork Shared Gooniverse. Okay. No standalone for Bad Batch. Really? It's okay. I'm too behind. There's a couple of carryovers that I like. You can skip them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's frustrating. It's super frustrating. All right. So we won't do that. Well, maybe we'll throw in a little catch all at the end or we'll we'll hit you on that. So, all right. That'll that'll be that. Uh, You could follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Jump on over to Instagram. We got nothing going on over at Instagram. No, we have no followers. I mean, not that we have nothing going on. We have great content on Instagram. Yeah. We don't really do much. No, we don't really do much either. Yeah. 
kind of a problem. Can't do everything, man. Also, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Even if you watch these, you might not subscribe to it. And if you subscribe to it, that helps us out a lot. So click on the little subscribe thing. Uh, we're not going to blow you away with notifications. We do one of these a week, yeah. and then we occasionally mix in another episode. So do that. And you got to do friend- like the kids. Ready? Yeah. This is how you do YouTube for the kids. What up, YouTube? No. YouTube, make sure you hit that like and subscribe. Smash that like and subscribe button down there if you like what you're seeing. You know, what up, YouTube? YouTube. Like I that? Know. I don't that give good? a fuck if you like it. I just need the subscriptions right now. It's a thing we're trying to do. Eventually, we're going to need the likes. Then we'll need the likes, but don't ask for those. Don't, yeah. don't blow your load asking for likes don't right now. Don't shoot hot cum for <sighs> dingleberries. You know? cock. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah. So and tell a friend. Maybe they have a, a Gmail account, and you can go over to youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Subscribe there. Uh, you can write us a letter, and you can e- you can mail that to... 83 Leo M. Birmingham Parkway in Brighton. If you want to write us a letter. Did I ever tell you about t- the time I got a handwritten letter from a guy that said I was nuts? <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. I don't like the I don't like <laughs> Facebook. The library changed my password. Yeah, somebody I said something about somebody on the air. I don't even remember all the details. And somebody wrote me a handwritten letter and was like telling me how bad of a person I was. Did it and smell I'm, like perfume? It's a little nuts. <laughs> Did you read you read it? You opened it? Yeah, I opened it because it just had my name on it and it's it was addressed to right me in to the, the trash. <laughs> right in the trash. <laughs> if someone ever writes me a handwritten letter, it's going uh, right in the trash. Well, I didn't even know it was handwritten until I opened it because it was just like a letter. So it could have been it could have been printed, printed. Did he at least take like no, it was um, it was a mess, dude. It was a mess. No, but did you know the thing on the side, like the fringe on the <laughs> notebook? Did he at least rip that off? Uh, yeah, no, I think it was a clean. Sh- I think it was a clean sheet of paper, but he needed like a couple of pages anyway. By the way, mess. Ryan Davy, you hand me in as teacher Ryan Davy. You hand me loose leaf paper with fringe on it. F five right off the top. Five See you plus. later. Gone. Gone. F plus. Uh, yeah. So anyway, what else can you do? Uh, who tell us about the people in the DSG? Tell us about the people in the DSG. Yeah, you want to oh, so we've so we podcast. Oh yeah, so we have Mac and Goo. Right. We get the Pineapple Boys. Right. We got Pop Culture Pile Driver. Right. We have um, Change My Mind podcast. Right. We you're gonna the other what, TLDR. Is, TLDR. Too long didn't read. Right. Also, we've announced that much to my chagrin, I know I'm a villain in this situation. Maybe you're into this. Maybe you're not. I'm gonna throw something. You're if you don't like, you can throw it back. I'll bite. The executive decision has been made that the next dork shared Gooniverse outing for all of us team meeting is not going to be golf. It's dinner at the Kowloon. I don't Why know if I'm, that? I'm not anti Kowloon by at it by any stretch. Apparently I am, even though I said nothing bad. And then we were yeah. joking about, how, I thought you were going to say like paintball or something. No, how it should be like fun spot. Billy, Billy, me or Billy, him, Billy, him, teed Rossi up. To like light me up above the Kowloon, and then, and then Rossi angrily agreed with me. Correct. <laughs> Davey said the food was overrated. Rossi, Rossi freaked said, out. Davey then, said it's overrated. All right, the food's not that good. He goes, All right, well, they got a good comedy store or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> And good. I said they had good drinks. And he's like, and they, You know, the drinks. I'm like, I said the drinks were He's like, Wrestlers show up. Anyway, we harp on that one a yeah. lot. So uh, we're going to the Kowloon. I have to go to the Kowloon. All right, that's fine. I have no problem with the Kowloon. Yeah. All right, so we'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. At some point, but you can follow all that stuff. There's a Facebook shared group and, and all that stuff. And again, email us or should I have bought this at dork or dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Ryan, what do they say, sir, about wombats? Jizz. And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. 